Season 2, Episode 1, John Thurman's Resilience Solutions Shortcast. Why New Year's Resolutions Fail and How to Help Yours Succeed. Well, we're in the first week of January. How are your New Year's Solutions doing? Well, in today's shortcast, I want to share with you why most New Year's resolutions fail, but how you might succeed in completing yours this year. Hello, my name is John Thurman, and welcome to John Thurman's Resilient Solutions Shortcast, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationship, and your business endeavors. And welcome to Season 2, Episode 1. Looking forward to a great time with you today to give you some hope and encouragement as you work to fulfill your New Year's goals and resolutions. So why don't we jump right in. Well, hello and Happy New Year. I'm so glad 2022 is finally here, aren't you? In a recent CBS survey, the researchers found that 71% of Americans were more hopeful about 2022. Well, I believe it, man. I know I'm hoping for a great year as we move forward with this new normal we're facing and dealing with. And to help us all get off to a great start, let me ask you, how are your New Year's resolutions doing so far? I know it's only the first week of January, but I know from my own experience that so many of us make resolutions and by the 1st or 2nd or 3rd of January, they are gone, kaput. They don't exist. Well, in today's shortcast, I want to show you how you can take those goals and those resolutions and maybe make them work better this time. I know in my own life, as the new year approached, I really wanted to look at some fresh things, some new things to do that I might even stick to. And some of you may battle with that inner perfectionist that says, well, I'm not going to do any less. I'm going to do them all. You're never going to do all of your resolutions, but hopefully by the end of this shortcast, you'll have some tools you can use to do better. So you may ask the question, why do so many New Year's resolutions fail? Well, primarily they fail because they're only a statement, a wish, if you will, kind of a passing thought. For many of us, I know in my own life, while I've had these resolutions, there's not really been an action plan, a deadline, or a backup plan. And sometimes those resolutions were so unrealistic that I didn't even put any thought into it. So guess what? They were big fails. Very few of them happened. So we all want to do better, right? I know I do, and I'm planning on doing better. Why do we tend not to get those New Year's resolutions done? Why do we fail in goal setting? Well, there are two or three reasons why. First of all, we need to get our thinking right before we experience enduring change. Secondly, we fail to have structure. As a matter of fact, if you've fail to plan, you can plan on failing. And third, many of us are fearful of making the changes we need to make to experience the changes we wish to experience. Several years ago, Gay Hendricks wrote an exceptional book entitled The Great Leap. And she identified four barriers to getting what we want out of life. Barrier number one, the feeling that we are fundamentally flawed and either don't deserve or don't have it in us to make the changes we need to make to experience the life we want to live. That, ladies and gentlemen, means we are limited by our own thinking. After all, the proverb says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Barrier two, and this is a little bit of an odd one, but I validated it in the research for my book, The No Fear Entrepreneur. And that's the fear of feeling disloyal. If I make these changes and experience the success and changes that I wish, I might leave others behind and that would be wrong. That's some weird thinking, you know, fear of success. 
is a huge reason people don't move forward. Barrier three is the belief that a positive change and success in my life would bring a terrific burden for me to bear. I'd say make the changes and learn to grow. Barrier four, and this is, boy, I heard this growing up in the South, and those of you with a Southern heritage, you can appreciate this next sentence. Uh, That fourth barrier is that fear of outshining others, or as some of our mamas used to say, don't act too big for your britches. I know I heard that a couple times in my life. So do any of these sound like your story? They remind me of mine. Well, a new year is is right here. I mean, it's here, ladies and gentlemen. It is here. And I'm feeling good about it. The research tells us that 71% of us in America are feeling good about it. And I love this one scripture that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. What are some things we can do? Well, I want to introduce to you a thing I've known for years. It's a process I've known for years. I learned it in the Army and have used it in my experience as a corporate crisis response specialist, and that's the after-action report. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, John, it's already early January. I know. I didn't want to put this out last week because everybody else was putting stuff out. But an after-action review or after-action report is simply a way of reviewing a process, an event, or a year. And so here's a way to think about it. Three questions. What did I do right in 2021? Think about that in the context of personal growth, professional, business growth, relationships, and spiritual growth. Note, make sure that you your positives outweigh your negatives here. Question number two, what did I do wrong in 2021? Be brutally honest with yourself, but don't get involved in self-flagellation or beating yourself or self-criticism. And make sure that your positives outweigh your negatives. And then question number three. What can I do better in 2020? Be crystal clear about this. The primary reason most of us fail to reach any New Year's resolutions is that they're too broad, too general, and have no measurable outcome or accountability attached to them. So you might be thinking, nice idea, John. I'm already feeling enough shame and guilt and frustration for not even doing what I said I was going to do three days ago. Hey, that's okay. What I'm fixing to give you is a tool that you can use to where you'll have more success in doing it. But before I do that, let me put this little thought worm in your head. The greatest enemy to making the changes that you and I want to make is our own inner perfectionist. Let that roll around a minute. The biggest reason we fail to make change in our life is our own inner perfectionist. Now, what I'm going to give you today is a process that will help you see that for what it is and push through some of those smothering, life-choking barriers of perfectionism to help you experience some exciting new growth in 2022. You ready? Well, you've heard it said there's nothing new under the sun, and truly there isn't. But there are new ways of looking at it. And John Acuff's an author and speaker I met a few years ago. I just love his fresh, energetic, very transparent approach to getting things done in your life. Matter of fact, he's written a number of good books, and two of the books have been very influential in my life are Soundtracks and his book, Finish. He also has a great YouTube channel, and in the notes, you'll see a link to the book and to his YouTube episode on resolutions. Now, I want to give you three statements that John encourages people to use, and I've used these the past couple of years, and they've been really helpful. This should help you formulate crystallize, and succeed at some of the goals you set for 2022. You ready? Here they are. These three statements. These come straight from John Acuff stuff. And I'd encourage you to listen to the YouTube video. It's really, really great stuff. Number one, here are the three statements. 90 days from now, I will have. 
fill in the blank. Example, 90 days from now, I will have walked X amount of miles. 90 days from now, I'll have lost X amount of pounds. I will have written three chapters in my new book. 90 days from now, I will have begun new friendships with three people. Think about things that you want to do in the next 90 days. Be straight up honest and straightforward. Statement number two, and I love this from John once again. And think about this as you process what you want to accomplish in 2022. This sounds impossible, but I want to fill in the blank this year. An example, if you want to get in better shape, develop a plan that you would enjoy and that you would work. If you're traveling, even in a COVID world, write it down. If you want to improve your relationships, what would these look like? Classes, coaches, therapy, reading. If you always wanted to write that book, learn how to do a good book proposal. If you want to write fiction, nonfiction, prose, start doing it. Fight that inner perfectionist and start putting ink on paper. And then finally, if you're looking at really stretching yourself, pick a big old hairy goal that's scary, write it down, trust God, get some accountability and move on. And then the third recommendation that John Acuff makes, and this is really kind of fun. This is weird, but I want to fill in the blank in 2022. Be bold because you'll need to be. When you begin to think like this, you'll encounter a familiar enemy called fear. It'll whisper things like, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? And for most of us, fear means forget everything and run. Oh my gosh, I've heard that so many times. My uh, former pastor and a great speaker, Dr. Charles Lowry, used to talk about forget everything and run. But I prefer being a person who's positive and optimistic and hopeful. I like to kind of take that acronym and flip it. This is true in anything in life. You know, to get over your fear, you have to face it. So here's my little acronym for fear. Face everything and respond. So what is one weird, bold, brassy thing you want to do in 2022? Write it down, pray about it, tell people about it, make it happen. I hope you found this little shortcast helpful as we launch into the new year. I also hope that you'll join me as we learn to implement this new approach. Here's a parting piece of ancient wisdom that you can apply for 2022. I love this. This comes from the Old Testament prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. I'd really want you to consider that verse and look at what it says about your life and your future. I love this old saying, if God be for us, who can be against us? Let's lean into 2022 together with hearts filled with hope and possibilities. One of the things I'll be doing in the shortcast these weeks ahead is we'll be focusing on how to build hope and optimism so you can have the best outcomes you can have for 2022. I'd love to hear from you in the comments. And please feel free to share this if it's been meaningful for you. One of my goals and dreams this year is to really expand my listenership so I can help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. And finally, as we close today's session out, let me remind you, if you want to get in touch with me, just go to www.johntherman.info. That's that's just J-O-H-N-T-H-U-R-M-A-N.info or email me at john at johntherman.info. Thanks so much for joining me today. And remember, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will make a choice to rejoice.
and be glad in it. God bless. We'll see you next Tuesday morning. Take care, be safe, and go out and make 22 an exciting, optimistic year of miracles. Bye-bye and God bless.